on SENSA, welcome to the Sandful Show. Fierce rivalries, nothing beats the Host Plus Sandful League. Been a massive round of football and a massive 2023 of the Host Plus Sandful League. Fierce rivalries, nothing beats the Host Plus Sandful League. Jared Walsh and Dan Menzel here on this Wednesday afternoon. Let's get a little bit of a mid-season review by someone at the Sandful. That is their head of football operations. We say good afternoon to you, Sean Tui, after a very big, confusing, but exciting weekend of football in the men's and women's competition. <laughs> G'day, Walshie. G'day, men. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was a massive weekend, wasn't it, on both fronts. Um, rounded out our women's season in spectacular fashion, I think everyone would agree. And um, obviously, Central's landed on the right side of the ledger there and then finished off with a, a massive uh, King's Birthday Monday, um, particularly down the bay with such a big crowd and a pretty big result as well. So... Yeah, huge weekend. Sean, before I hand it over to Men's, I wanted you to just give us a bit of a, an insight into the preparation that went into the Women's Grand Final at Prospect on Sunday because I know it was a real focus of the Sandfall to make sure the women had a platform to feel celebrated and just like the men do at Adelaide Oval um, in the last game of the year in September, for the women to have over 3,500 people there or close enough to to have a full anthem ceremony and everything that they should have, um, the work from the Sandful behind the scenes was paramount. So I'm sure you're proud of your team. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot, go, a lot of credit goes to our events and um, marketing team for, for the way that they sort of elevated the platform of the women's grand final. Um, you know, it's, it's ticketed now as well, women's finals right throughout. And so that just shows, you know, that the appetite is there. People are paying to come and watch that and to get 3,000, just, just shy of 3,500 um, was a great result. You know, and that's, that's about 800 up on on last year so it's building every year I think the product is improving every year and that was evidenced by such a great game on the weekend Shawnee I couldn't agree more I think the product is enhanced every season and it's great to see and the grand final on the weekend at Prospect a great spectacle is there a potential moving forward it is really difficult with scheduling and having played at Adelaide Oval on the weekend it's pretty special is there a potential for the women's grand final to be at Adelaide Oval in coming seasons it's a good question, men's. Um, it's not something that I'd completely discount, but I think um, the, I think everyone would agree that the atmosphere at Prospect on the weekend, with with three thousand, nearly three thousand three hundred there, was um, was excellent. And you maybe lose a little bit of that in such a big stadium at Adelaide Oval. Um, so it, it, it depends on the situation and if it can be combined with something else or or what not or what the appetite is. But I think for for where it's at now, I think that the sample club grounds, having a neutral ground, um, allowing one of our clubs to really put on a show, which I think North Adelaide did a great job uh, with the new screen and everything else as well. So I think that's where it's at for now, but I wouldn't discount it completely in the future for sure. That's a really good point, the atmosphere at a local footy ground and what that brings. Uh, the other one I want to ask you around Adelaide Oval is the state game this year. We saw a really successful game and another great win for South Australia. The, the time slot is one that uh, people talk about in terms of, do you put it as a standalone game at Adelaide Oval where you can get maximal fans, I guess, that are there and available rather than your curtain raiser, which is at 3pm uh, on a Friday? Yeah, that's, that was obviously a conundrum and well, well publicised this year that, that, uh, that we faced. I, I guess the, the issue we had there was some um, scheduling through Adelaide Oval and dealing with them and, and Hoffie and his grand staff who had such a packed schedule with the the rugby and AFL games bookended by that coming up and you know, had, a, had a turf maintenance schedule where they 
that if we were going to use Adelaide Oval on that weekend, it had to be on the same day as the AFL game. So we were sort of restricted to that. So it's a one, it's a one off. Um, we're really mindful of that moving forward. And um, if it if it can't be, um, you know, a, a time slot that I, I guess the broader public can can get to, uh, then we have to really look at the standalone option and um, and how it looks into the future. Sean, you must be happy with the the crowds this year, but also these big festivals of footy that we are having, including at Stradarama on Monday with over 7,000 people there. I I really feel that lots of people are turning back to local footy and getting involved in their local clubs, which only means good things for the Sandful and also for grassroots football across South Australia. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's been evidenced in our crowd figures now. We're not naive to think they might drop off a little bit through the colder months, but so far we're averaging well above uh, where we're at this time last year with our, with our crowds and attendances. So, you know, the game's in a really good spot. People are wanting to go and watch it. Um, there's good numbers. I mean, I think there's good numbers at all levels of sport at the moment, and that's being evidenced um, at the AFL with it, with our two AFL teams doing quite well at the moment. But, yeah, sample footage in a really good spot, and people are enjoying it and getting around it. And um, I think that the standard of our competition and some of the plays that we have running around is, um, is what attracts people to go and watch it. And, you know, some of the stars that run around and, I mean, obviously it wasn't a great day for Sturt on Monday, but some of those players run around for Glenelg and the level of skill and um, that they displayed on the weekend was, was a really high level of football and, um, you know, it's, it's really good to see. So even though, as you mentioned, the Sturt fans wouldn't be happy, the North fans wouldn't be happy, the Eagles fans from the weekend, Centrals and South, are you happy at Sandful with the evenness of the competition? So every game that... You go to, you watch, or you listen on SENSA. You actually don't know what the result's going to be, so it means you're more than likely going to get a good contest, no matter what game you choose to attend. Yeah, that's exactly um, what what we're actually. I think the, the evenness of the comp- competition, knowing you can go into any game, and and you don't know what the outcome's going to be. You know, we've seen that with West Adelaide this year, really taking it up to probably some more fancy rivals uh, at the start of the year. Norwood hadn't won a game until this weekend, and. You know, South had probably started hitting a little bit of form and then they go down there and, and get the jump on South and um, albeit South came home pretty hard but Norwood held on and, and recorded their first win for the year. So um, I think, and having spoken to the, the AFL and their, you know, with their data insights more recently, I think close games of football is what keeps people interested and that's what we've got to continue to strive for, a really even strong competition where um, everyone's a chance to compete on any given day. So just further on that, Shawnee, with the standard of the competition, the health of the Crows and the Port sides at the moment is elite, and it's meaning that they are competing at an extremely high level, which I believe is great for the competition. I know a lot of Sample fans uh, might not necessarily agree, but surely a healthy and strong Port Adelaide and Adelaide helps this competition. Yeah, I'm, I'm in your corner with that, Dan, um, and you would have seen it on the weekend. You know, I, thought, I thought you guys played exceptionally well on the weekend, and you know, obviously um, the Crows just got over the line late in the game, but I think it elevates our Sandfuls standalone club players to another level to, to have to compete with the AFL listed players, especially like to say when they um, are pretty healthy and, and have a bit of depth. So um, I think it's a really good thing for our competition. It, it, um, it elevates the standard and, um, you know, our players strive to compete for that. They're, they're pretty proud footballers, our, our footballers, and they, and they want to compete with the best and take them on and challenge themselves. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a really good thing for the game.
And just before we let you go, we know you are pressed for time this afternoon. Um, what can you offer advice-wise to the local footy fans who are interested in heading out over the next couple of weeks to see a game? Obviously, with the AFL, um, local teams have a buy over the next few rounds. So what can we look forward to over the second half of the Host Plus Sandful men's league season? Well, I think you can expect to go out and see a really high standard of football. A lot of a lot of stars running around, uh, a lot of young stars running around also, but also the next AFL with the players like the man sitting next to you. But I think as we've just spoken about, the uncertainty, knowing you're going to a game where you don't know who's going to win, you don't know what the result will be, um, you don't know if it'll be you know, a blowout with second knocking off first by 100-plus points or, or a one-point ball game you know, between the top team and the bottom team. So I think that's a real strength of our competition at the moment. And, um, you know, it, it all goes well for the second half of the year and, and, and heading into finals, really not knowing who's going to be there and, and what the outcome will be. It's very exciting. Sean, thanks so much for your time on SENSA. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. The thanks, crowds Johnny. have been really good, men. And what's it like from a player's point of view? Does that get you up even more when you can actually see the, the fans arriving and the atmosphere getting up a little bit? I reckon the Central's fans, especially at Prospect on the weekend, would have lifted those players because of the noise. Like the And you, you played for Central's. Like that you dogs going around yes. Prospect is massive. It's infectious. So what's it like to play with, with crowds coming back to local footy? It's, it is incredible. It, it definitely um, makes a difference. And... It might sound funny or silly that it should make a difference, but it motivates you in terms of it just brings another level of I want to play this week. Um, like I said, they're playing at Adelaide Oval on the weekend. It doesn't mean that we all got up for that game and played any better than we normally would, but the excitement level is there. And so the natural enjoyment and fun and energy around the group is greater. Um, having played a couple of reserves games this year, when there's no crowd there, it's not a lot, a lot of fun. So it does make a difference. Um, and I really like what Shawnee said there about the AFL teams being really healthy. I know sample fans that go for your Eagles or your Norwood or someone else don't love when Port and Crows are going well, but his point was it elevates the sample standalone players' standards, which I completely agree with, which means the competition is better and it is healthy for the comp. You can look at it two ways too, because there's only been one occasion when one of the teams has made a grand final and that is Port Adelaide. And, and right never now, won. no, currently sitting on the ladder, Adelaide's in third position. They've had three losses and Port Adelaide have only started winning games now and they're sitting in sixth position. So if they were both one and two and undefeated, that would be a different conversation. But just because you have some talented players on your list, it doesn't necessarily mean you are going to have that cohesion. I was speaking to a player um, last weekend at Adelaide Oval who wasn't featuring in the uh, Port Adelaide AFL side and he was playing for Port Adelaide and he said as a player that's listed by the AFL team some, sometimes it's actually quite challenging to go and play in the sandfall because the way that the teams are coached specifically to get you ready for AFL level so they're not going to be powerhouses. Yes, they've got brilliant players. However, you just spoke about Matty Allen. You speak about um, players like Tom Lewis at Sturt. Every player has their star players. If you can work in a cohesive unit, you look at Norwood last year, they win the grand final. They didn't beat Port Adelaide. They didn't beat Adelaide. 100%. There is so many good players around at uh, all the different standalone clubs. And, they have the benefit of training together throughout the whole preseason yeah. and playing together. And as you mentioned, perfect word, cohesion. They develop that and they come up against some very good players. And uh, we're going to speak with one of them next at Norwood Footy Club. We certainly are. After this, we're going to hear from the captain, Maddie Nunn. It is the Sample Show. Fierce rivalries. Nothing beats the Host Plus Sample League on SENSA.